Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Hi, and welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Today, I'm going to talk about the idea of what it means to be empowered with the word no. Can you say no? Before I begin this podcast, uh, let's begin with our golden pause. So wherever you are, sit comfortably. And if you are on a walk or you are cooking in the kitchen or you're doing something else, just use this as a presencing exercise. And of course, if you're driving, just breathe with us and pay attention to the road. So let's begin. Sit comfortably in your chair and uncross your legs and place your palms open on your lap and begin to breathe with me. Your shoulders back, you're alert, but your goal is to relax. So... Let's begin. Breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand. Take in the fullness of your breath. And as you exhale, let go of any tension you feel. Let your shoulders relax, let your arms get heavy. Let yourself relax. This time as you breathe in, Breathe in golden sunlight, pure golden sunlight to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and toes, all through your body. Pure golden sunlight. And as you exhale, allow yourself to sink in to your body, to your breath, a little bit deeper. Breathing in golden sunlight, filling your heart and your lungs and your core with pure golden sunlight. Place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart, and spend a moment thinking of something you feel grateful for. It could be a person, a place, a thing. It could be for this moment, right here, right now. And just breathing in that gratitude, filling your whole body and your whole heart with gratitude and golden sunlight. Go ahead and exhale. Spend a moment longer here in this yummy feeling of pure gratitude and in your breath. I'm breathing in golden sunlight and gratitude one last time, taking in the fullness of that breath. Exhale and open your eyes. Mm, feels so good to do that golden pause. So here's my suggestion. The next time that somebody asks you to do something and you're not clear if you're a yes or a no, be sure you take that golden pause. Go inside. Tune into your breath, get yourself centered, and then ask yourself the question, is this something that I really, really want to do? Is this how I want to spend my life energy? Is this where I want to place my attention? So the topic of today's podcast is, 
Can you say no? Can you say no? Thank you. Okay, so if you're anything like me, over the years of your life, from the time you were a child, saying no can be difficult, it can be hard, it can be challenging. Why? Because deep at the heart of us, we're really, we're, we want to please the people around us. We want to be liked. For a variety of reasons, we might have a difficult time saying no. Well, one thing you might be aware of if you're a parent, if you're a parent, is that parenting gives you a multitude of opportunities, thousands and thousands and thousands of opportunities to say no. I think it's one of the greatest teachers of how to say no, but how do we say no to the other things in our lives? Like, how do we say no to opportunities that come our way? How do we say no to being asked to serve on committees? How do we say no to those things that we know add meaning to other people's lives, but they don't feel like they add to our lives? Because maybe it makes us feel selfish to say no. Well, here's the deal. You know, you have 24 hours in a day, right? Everyone does. Nobody's going to have 25. You have 24. If eight of those are spent sleeping, hopefully, and eight of those are spent um, preparing meals, enjoying your life, exercising, creating harmony in your life, that's 16, that leaves another eight hours um, of work time or commitment time or time to say yes to the things that are productive things, right? So if we think in terms of the fact that we have a limited amount of perhaps free time, it's really coming down to about maybe two to three hours a day maximum where you have free time, time for you, time to choose, you know, ultimately, how do you want to use those three hours a day, those three to five hours, depending upon if you have a family or not. I have a lot more spare time now than I ever did. Well, not when I'm necessarily with my grandkids or, you know, in the proximity of my grandkids, because I'm very active with them. But I have more spare time than I ever did when I had was raising a family. It just felt exhaust, exhaustible, right? There's just never any spare time. And these are often the busiest times of our lives is, is we're asked to serve our community. We're asked to serve our school. We're asked to serve our kids' sports teams. There's so many asks. So I say... You have to make a rule for yourself, and that is that you're not going to do and make decisions based on pleasing others. That's one thing. You're going to um, shift into pleasing yourself and honoring what you feel passionate about. And this is a really great question to ask yourself when something comes up for you, does this light you up? Does it really ignite you? Does it make you excited? Are there people that you want to connect with? Are, is there a community of people that you've been wanting to reach out to? How you spend your spare time matters to your overall well-being and health because we all do a lot of things that we don't necessarily like to do, like 
nobody enjoys taking out the garbage. I don't know anyone who really says, I love doing dishes. You know, there's a lot of things, you know, cleaning closets, organizing life, cleaning out your car. There's just a lot of shit to do. And there's a lot of stuff that you have to do. There's people to take care of in your life. There's there's things that you honor because they are the things that are your commitments. They are the things that you are committed to. There's things in our businesses, in our work life that we love, and there's things that we don't love. So we all spend plenty of time doing plenty of things that we're not crazy about doing, but they're commitments, right? They're things that are non-negotiable. So that makes a lot of the other stuff that comes up, the invitations for social life, the invitations to participate on boards, the invitations to participate in um, tele-summits or interviews or whatever your field is, you get the opportunity to say yes and you get the opportunity to say no. But we're talking about can you say no today? And here's my gauge. When something doesn't feel right, it feels wrong. When something doesn't feel right, it feels wrong. When something's not 100% yes, it's likely a no. Now, if I'm not sure about that, if I'm thinking it might just be my mood in the moment and, well, maybe I'll feel differently tomorrow, I'll put that decision off as long as I possibly can until that sense of not knowing how my mind will be made up until I know the answer. Because if you don't know, you don't know. But you will know. You just have, might have to give yourself some time. And we call that putting it on the back burner. So you can put your invitation on the back burner. You can put a project on the back burner. You can put a lot of things on the back burner until it absolutely is front burner reality time. You have to decide. You have to make a decision. Then you'll know the answer. So I had an, um, something come up pretty recently with a client I was working with. And, you know, we have this um, book group. It's called Birthing Your Book. I do it with Deborah Evans. It's a beautiful program that we launched last year for um, people who have always wanted to write a book but haven't gotten it done. And, it, and it's been amazing. Like, oh, my gosh, just been an amazing experience to work with these um, women on birthing their book this year. So I had um, one of the women who I adore, but, but also um, I noticed that throughout the whole um, year, I've, I've felt some energy from her that I wasn't, I was unclear about. I wasn't sure what was going on with her, but I felt that she was projecting some stuff onto me. And she was one of about a handful of women that were having a really difficult time um, in her life, unplanned. Things were coming up, and it was really hard for her to bear down and really get into this project, get into her book. And so I was feeling a lot of this projection from her. Um, and then I, I heard that, you know, she wasn't happy with the program. And so I, I asked her to get on a call with me and Deborah and, and talk about it and talk about what were her concerns, what, what wasn't she... Um, happy with. And there were several things, but among them, um, she admitted that she was struggling with uh, some projection issues with me. And, you know, and I kind of thought about that and I thought, well, I had told her, well, 
you know, if you don't like what I say, just do the opposite because you're getting clarity either way. So, you know, it's sort of like good parent, bad parent. Um, you know, you can your parents can serve as a great example to you and you might parent the same way. And then there's things that maybe they did that you decided, oh, I'm never going to be like that. Well, you know, your parent serves as a great example to you that way that you either way you modeled after what they did or you modeled after what they didn't do. And a lot of times when you're working in a group setting and you don't like something the leader says, that's the way I look at it. My whole point is that you get clarity either way, but um, I happened to have a coaching call with her the next day. And, you know, at the beginning of the coaching call, I had a, a whole list of um, things that I had planned to talk with her about that are part of the program, meaning um, there are things that we need to cover in those coaching calls that are, are part of what she's paid for. So she asked me in the beginning if we could do the call and process um, her projection issue with me. And she made the comment that, you know, she really didn't trust me for reasons that, you know, that these projection issues were causing for her. And you know what? I was a really strong no. I was a really strong no. And my whole being just sat upright and said, no, I am sorry, but I'm not going to do that with you today because that's not what this call is about. That's not what this program is about. And I understand that you've been having issues, but they're your issues. They belong to you. And I'm not here to help you work those through. Like I'm, that's not my job in this particular program. You know, if she was hiring me as a transformation coach, if, if uh, she was coming to my What Now program, if she was coming on retreat on one of the many retreats I lead, if, if it was a transformational um, container in that way, yes, absolutely, I would honor the idea that we'd have this processing conversation. But no, I have limited time. I, I don't have any more time that I can offer her. And she'd be sliding herself from an amazing conversation that was about to happen that was really going to help her move forward in where she might feel stuck and also learning. Well, because this woman is also a, a leader, you know, it was, it was fascinating because we, incre- we moved very quickly and shifted very quickly. She honored what I said and she shifted with me very quickly. I, I really admired her and really um, gave her kudos for that because we ended up having an amazing conversation. And it, and it was... At the end, it was that conversation that created trust with her. It dealt with all the issues that she was projecting with me. And yet we never talked about a single piece of that in that conversation. Yet she felt totally clear of all the energy that she had stored up and all the projections by the end of our conversation. So it was just a really amazing experience to honor my no, to... Um, stand up for myself and say, no, I'm not willing to set a really clear boundary that ended up creating incredibly clear communication. So my question, my final question to you, next time something comes up, a commitment that's a commitment of your life energy and your time, is the question, can you say no? Can you say no 
at the expense of pleasing no more. Can you pleasing another person that you don't have to please people anymore? What you have to do is put your energy into the things that you feel passionate about and be unapologetic about that. And say no to the things that you're a no on and say yes to the things that really call your heart into action. I want to thank you so much for listening. I want to share with you before you get off that I am having a um, What Now retreat coming up. So I want to invite you to look at the retreat tabs. There will be um, a landing page there, a What Now retreat. And please check out the dates so that if it works out for you, you can join us in our transformational What Now program and retreat. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff. Christine's new book, From Heartbreak to Wholeness, The Hero's Journey to Joy, is available at all major booksellers. Visit fromheartbreaktowholeness.com with your receipt of purchase to receive some fabulous free bonuses. That's fromheartbreaktowholeness.com.